thank you so much for joining me today. I would love for you to introduce yourself to our community and how you became involved more in the productivity space. Sure. My name is Sarah O'Hannison. I'm the creator of an organization called So Productive. And I got into this space because I was a chief marketing officer previously in my career. And I noticed that people are so stressed out and burned out at work. And so I started developing processes and, and tools that I used and then my team started using. And I realized, you know, this is something I can really share with the world. So I launched my business and now I'm a productivity coach, speaker, and trainer. Beautiful. It's so exciting to have such a seasoned professional in the productivity space in our Habit Talk series. Um, so you kind of talked about how you established a little like some sorts of frameworks for people who are getting into the productivity space and are trying to kind of take a step back from their busy schedules and find ways to optimize them so that it's it works better for themselves and their personal lives. Could you kind of go more in depth into these frameworks? What are some examples that you can give us? Sure. So I created a, my master framework is called Coach, which is my, my co-productivity system. And what I really like to help people do is get clarity, which is the, the first is, is the C, um, is to help people get clarity around their projects. Because I realize that so many people are wasting time just not even knowing what the real project is or what their task is. And so the reason that relates to habits certainly is if we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing or, or when it's due, it's really hard to get into the groove of our work and get into the habit of working. So um, I won't give all of it away here, but that's that's uh, the that clarify piece at the beginning is really, really important. So that's one of the frameworks that I had developed. Um, just also different templates and tools. I use different tools and softwares to help me, to help my clients. And over time, these things really became something that could be habitual for people. So I do a, a time waster audit. You know, what are we wasting time on? Um, I do a fresh start Fridays to get us kickstarted and, and ready for the next week. So all of these things are tools and templates, but like, as you mentioned, they're really habits at the end of the day that I encourage people to do. And integrating these kind of different habits into, let's say, your business life, did you see any changes in your personal life? What are some different ways in which it impacted, let's say, how your mood was during the day and like how your motivation was towards uh, your different kind of uh, events that were happening on the day? Yeah, absolutely. That's actually why I started my business was because I realized I was so busy all day making key decisions and everyone's tugging for my attention. And I, I think I was making great decisions all day. I really loved what I was doing, but I was getting home really burned out, kind of stressed. And my husband would say, you know, what's for dinner? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just can't make one more decision today. And I realized, you know, he's the person I love the most and he's getting the worst of me. So as I developed these better productivity tools and habits, certainly I was able to get more done during the day, leave the office during daylight, and then come home just in a better mood, honestly, and, and more equipped to be a, be a good wife, be a good family member, and to be there for the people I love the most. Were there any productivity experts that you kind of took your, as authority figures for how you position yourself in this industry? And like, were there any literature that you could recommend to us uh, that you were really inspired by? 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many wonderful people who have paved, paved the way in productivity and like organizational psychology, just wonderful people who have really done a lot of research. Um, Stanford University actually does a lot of great research into this space. So I follow them closely. Um, one of my favorite books is Deep Work by Cal Newport. I'm just been, I've always been a big proponent of, of really taking time aside to get that quality work done without interruption. And he's a big proponent of that. So that's one of my favorite books. Um, but I've always been a student of productivity, um, business best practices. So it's been important for me to just continually learn. And also there's a lot of great podcasts out there. Um, I listen to the, the Harvard Business Review has a great podcast. So different podcasts that you can listen to and, and so many books and resources that you can uh, access. I think the the reason why I really took it to the next level and started a business around it was because there is so much information out there that I wanted to be able to help people actually implement these tools and suggestions into their real life. Because it's so easy to read a blog and say, oh, 10 ways to get more done. Let me, let me go try to do some of those things. But it can be really hard to actually create habits around them and implement them and apply them in your real life. So now as a coach, I work with people one-on-one -on -one to help them do that. Like, let's take these great ideas and actually figure out how to apply them to your real life. That's a really important point you brought. It's really great to like, it's kind of, it kind of sounds to me like in the beginning of the year, we always tend to have these resolutions. They're so elaborate. They're so optimistic. And we're so excited to put them on a list and really think we're going to be able to accomplish them. But in the end of the day, nothing ends up being completed. So how what are some tips you can give in terms of making those, taking those habits out of the paper and into actionable things? Yeah, well, one of my, and this is so simple, right? But it's really critical and I see this get missed a lot. If there's something that you want to accomplish, you actually have to spend time on it, right? quality time, focus time, working on those things. So I joke, people say, well, I want to write a book one day. It's like, well, how many pages of the book have you written? None. Well, that's not a great start on writing the book. And so it's really about developing habits around, if you want to write a book, write one page of content every day, write a few sentences every day. This isn't, this doesn't have to be something that you accomplish this week, but it's really about taking smaller steps to reach larger goals. And like I said at the beginning, you, you've got to have time on your calendar to work on those goals. It doesn't just magically, it doesn't magically happen. And it's just not the thing to leave. Well, if I've got time left on Friday afternoon, maybe I'll get to it. No, it's got to be scheduled in as if it's a priority because it's important to you. We, how has your approach, would you say, changed during the pandemic? Because we experience a lot of differences in the way we approach personal life, professional life. What are some tips that you gave to your clients during that time or how, how you instated any changes in your life? Yeah, that's a great question because the, the world changed our, for many of us, our work changed, our, our work-life balance totally changed. So when, especially when you're working from home, it's really important to have boundaries around your physical space and your time. So it's so easy. This is the, probably the complaint I heard more than anybody. Like my workday never ends because I'm working out in my house and we no longer have that transitional period to go from work to home. And so I recommend that people still have that transitional period. Maybe it's cooking dinner. Maybe it's having a glass of wine to help you relax and unwind, but taking that time to say, okay, it's six o'clock. I'm going to be done for the day. And then I'm going to 
physically transition like into another room, into another part of my home or through an activity to help me signal to my brain, okay, I'm done for the day. I'm turning off work. I'm turning on this personal time. Definitely. And any final tips you want to give to the Insumo community, Ellen, as they go forward and join this new world of productivity and habit building, how do they get started? And what's the golden rule of productivity you have if you have one? Sure. Well, my golden rule is to get clarity on what you're working on, because I really believe that if you don't have some direction with that, you might just be spinning your wheels if you're not chasing a goal. So have a goal, work with your boss, your team to get those goals for your work. Um, obviously, it's great to have them for your personal life as well, but set those goals. That is probably the biggest productivity tip I have. And that having those goals can be such a motivator to actually setting the time aside to accomplish them. And I think using tools like Insumo are just wonderful for building habits because that's really what this is this is about well thank you sarah it was an amazing conversation to have with you and i'm so happy to have you as a part of our community as we go forward and you can sh keep shedding light to our audience thanks thanks for having me